Welcome to Entitled to Overcome, Exploring Solutions for Life Today, a presentation of Take 12 Recovery Radio. And now, here are your co-hosts, Dave Fleming and the Monty Man. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus. Welcome to Entitled to Overcome, Solutions for Life Today with Dave Fleming. What's up? Happy Christmas, Merry Holidays. What other things can we say that are twisted and offensive? Um, oh, white, white Christmas. Um, um, well, hello there. Well, that's kind of racist. I know. What about you know red Christmas and yellow Christmas and black Christmas and purple Christmas and all the other colors on the color wheel? Uh, how the heck are you, Dave? Fantabulous. Fantabulous. Are you? Fantabulous. Yeah. 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 Little Christmas bell. Mm. <laughs> Every time you hear a bell, it means an angel got its wings. Clarence. Clarence. Yeah. Well, listen. Welcome, everybody. Um, the the message, the, the topic on this episode of Entitled to Overcome Solutions for Life today is carrying the message at Christmas. What message, Dave? Whatever message that you want to <laughs> My pen share. is running out of ink. That's the message I have today. <laughs> the pen is blue. If anybody wants to buy me a Christmas present, I want a gold cross pen. Okay. They're uh, not cheap. I like a nine millimeter Ruger. You like it? Okay, so you want a Ruger. I want a pen. I want you should get a Ruger that shoots a pen. It shoots ink. <laughs> it shoots ink. <laughs> well, listen, uh, welcome, everybody, to the show. Uh, Dave's in here with me. And um, if you look on Facebook, our Facebook page, the Monty Man got a brand new gnome, a biker gnome named Mongo. <laughs> What's up, Mongo? <laughs> but that's, uh, that's not our icebreaker. Um, this is. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. I think we got some sleigh bells too. There they are. Those pesky reindeer. (laughs) They're always getting into something. Yeah, well well speaking of reindeer, um how'd you know what I was gonna talk about? I have You have extra. I have the Holy Spirit. Oh, okay. I was going to call it something else, but all right. Um, so uh, we only have one little icebreaker uh, uh, on this episode, but according to the Alaska Department of Fishing Game, okay, the ADFG Adfig, <laughs> while both male and female reindeer grow antlers in the summer each year. Male reindeer drop their antlers at the beginning of winter, usually late November to mid-December. Female reindeer retain their antlers till after they give birth in the spring. Therefore, according to every historical rendition depicting Santa's reindeer, every single one of them from Rudolph to Blitzen had to be a girl. We should have known only women would be able to drag a fat man in a red velvet suit all around the world in one night 
and not get lost. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> How do you know they weren't genetically modified reindeer? Oh. Yeah, it just complicates. Because their names, they just, must have been men they, or male. Or maybe they identify as... Uh, Stop. As, as cows. Stop. I am not a reindeer. I am a cow. I'm a unicorn. <laughs> a multicorn. I just thought that was interesting. So that well, would be, be a, a multicorn because it has more than one horn, right? A multicorn? Yeah. A unicorn? a unicorn? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It'd be a multicorn. Yeah. That's a new term for <sighs> the uh, I don't understand. gender neutral. I don't know. Is reindeer? A There's got to be something offensive racist? about reindeer, right? What about sun deer? Sun deer. Yeah. What about places that get no rain? Oh Lord! Stop! Ah! Stop! <laughs> All right. Um, they're just going to take. You know, they're trying to take the word "men" or "man" out of everything. Everything. Right? Yep. Da da da. I don't know. I don't know. I guess if people have got that much time to fiddle about about things like that, then, um, well, eh, have fun. Go for it. Well, while the, those people are worried about that, you know, that they're, they're going to keep their eye off of uh, what's really going on. And, we're, yeah. you know, what's going on? What was that, what's going what was that on? city in the Bible that got destroyed? At Sodom and Gomorrah? Yeah. Yeah, well, you never know. Uh, so we're going to come back with our uh, carrying the message at Christmas, and we'll be talking about what that message is and all that kind of good stuff um, here in just a second. So don't go away. Don't go away, Dave. Don't go away. We'll be back right after this message from the Salvation Army, I think. everyone, I'm Kenny Chesney. Wherever good can overcome, that's where your contributions to the Salvation Army go. Please consider donating to your National Salvation Army this Christmas season, where together we're doing the most good. That's right. You know, the other day you were talking about on um, on last week's show, on our Christmas special for Take 12 Radio, you were talking about you stopped and talked to a bell ringer. Yeah, you're reading my mind. I was just going to Yeah, so I was at, I was at Bymart the other day um, getting something. I don't know what it was. I can't remember, but I... I came out. I intentionally, because so I paid with my debit card and asked for cash if you want cash back, you know. Mm -hmm. So I intentionally asked for some ones. I mean, you know, like five dollars in ones, right? Um, so I could put some money in the red kettle. And so I came out Stick and a five in there. What's uh, wrong with you? Because I'm 
because I have to save the other ones for the other red kettles, like like at the post office and at the other grocery store, stuff like that. Don't you know anything? Because you can't just go to one kettle. You got to so get to a couple you, of them. When you go to different churches, do you tie at each one that you go to? No. Okay. No, but I can't come out of the store. I feel bad. So no. I got to have a, something to we put in there. We can eat later for counseling. Okay. But anyway, so it was fun because I stopped and they were doing the changing of the bells Ooh. or changing of the guard or whatever you want to call it. Sure. You know? And there was like four of them. Nice. Four bell ringers standing around. Singing acapella? Yeah. <laughs> no, but they were just they were just having a good time. They were talking about Christmas and just cool stuff. And I stopped. And I remember you had stopped and talked to that the bell ringer for quite a while. Yeah. So I, I, I was stopping and chatting with them. I said, you guys changing to the guard, huh? And that opened up a kind of a conversation. And it was fun. They were just really, really nice people. Um, and I said, you guys really... I, I mean, you really deserve a lot more than just a thank you. I mean, you guys do this. One lady, she's been doing it for years and years and years. It's just part of who she is, yeah. you know. Um, but standing out there in the cold weather, you know, uh, for hours at a time, and then the shift change. And um, what I found out is a lot of times the shift change involves they just go to another station. It isn't that they stop ringing the bell for the day. Sometimes they just switch stations. Right. You know, so they're doing it all day long. So good for you guys. I mean, you know, that's, I, I've that's amazing. I've done it a few times when I was out in Minnesota. Man. Oh, did you? Holy moly. Ooh, it, it, it's, it's like ice storms about cold. and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, a lot of places, they, uh, you know, you still got to stand outside. There's a couple of places that will let you, you know how you got the double doors. You go in the one door. Right. And then there's... They let you stand inside, yeah. Between, but most places, you know, you're you've got your little spot outside, and it can get kind of chilly I'll out bet. there. And so, it's always good to you know have some some entertainment skills or some dance skills so that you can keep moving and do a little you know, jig, keep warm. Yeah, like those sign guys that spin the signs sure, and stuff. Sure, yeah. sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Have some hot chocolate and do a little dance. Well, the message that uh, that we wanted to, uh, or, or, or the topic that we wanted to talk about was carrying the message of Christmas. And, y- you know, Christmas or the holidays, we, we all know, those of us in recovery, that there's just a ton of people, this is a really hard time, yep. right, for a lot of people. I mean, not just in recovery, but worldwide. I mean, there's if you've lost a loved one around this time of year, I mean, I, we just lost uh, our brother-in-law. Just here two weeks ago, uh, passed away of cancer. He'd been battling for four months, and so uh, my 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 wife's dad passed away on Thanksgiving uh, many years ago. And so it kind of earmarks the time of year, right? Right. And and some people have really neat things they celebrate this time of year, um, milestones maybe, and others have difficult times, and it, it brings back you know memories of 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 hardship and that kind of thing. But, and then there's people that have everything that's going on in, in between all that, besides the reason for the season. Right. Um, so what did you want to share, Dave, about this carrying the message at Christmas? Well, I mean, that, that, that ties into it really. Um, Cause I look at it in the, uh, when I, you know, when I talk about sharing the message, it's like, you know, what is the message? Mm-hmm. It, it can vary depending on, you know, what your, belief system is but sure for the most part you know i'm, you know, I'm talking about you know 
people in recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's also uh, not just being in recovery, but it's also you know trying to trying to you know uh, you know what would Jesus do is kind of one of the things I filter things through um, and try to do simple things to help out no matter what. But especially around this time of year, when you get people that are struggling, um, you know, with those various things that you just shared, yeah, um, it's uh, it, it can be really tough. You know, there was somebody on uh, one of the chat rooms on Facebook that um, that made a comment. They said, "This is a really hard time of year for me." Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> any suggestions? Mm. You know. And there's, you know, you get a ton of people. Some of them are, you know, just wasting space. But right, you know, <clears throat> uh, I f- I decided to chime in because I know it can be you know, a stressful time, you know. Uh, and I always found uh, during stressful times, or if, um, you know, is struggling with memories or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, is go help someone else. Because if I go help someone else, I get outside of my head, you know. And especially er- my my early time in the re- recovery process, you know, it was it was meetings every day. But the holidays were especially were important because those are the times when you're either out there partying with mm-hmm. a bunch of people, you know, family, friends, whatever, mm-hmm. or you're, you know, you you were out there by yourself yeah or homeless on the street or in in jail or prison during those times and it's you know i look at at some of that past stuff and i i think well how can i change this around or how can i do something different uh and the biggest thing is is just uh you know being that you know this kind of cliche sometimes but being that change you want to see in the world sure and the, the, all that has to do with is just being kind to somebody. Um, you don't have to, you know, talk about the 12 steps or even your faith, man. You know, just be kind to somebody, you know, share love. Be 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 the hands and feet of Jesus without preaching at him. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know how many times in the last, I don't know. I try to do it in my daily life, but especially around the holidays, I I go, I try to go out of my way. You know, simple things like even the carts, you know, the carts I do, uh, I do all the time or most of the time. I don't always do it, but you know, people just are in, you know, stressed out over the holidays and yeah. you know, they just, they leave carts everywhere. Right. They yeah. don't want to walk. Everybody's in a hurry. Feet. Yeah. You don't want to walk six feet and put it away or whatever. So, right. um, I always try to grab the carts. I mean, even in, the, even in this, Kind of OCD maybe on this, but even in the cart cart corrals, you know, mm-hmm. um, oftentimes I'll go to Safeway and there's like 20 carts in there, but they're all just kind of mingling in the corrals. Oh, they're not really together. In right. The, the so way, I'll like yeah. push them all together and so that yeah. the, <laughs> the cart person, you know, can come and get them and it makes things a little easier. Yeah. So I try to think about those people that are out there in the cold and the rain uh, that are collecting carts. You know, and and half the time they're not in the corral, uh, so it makes it a little difficult for some people. Sure, I mean some people enjoy going out there and 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 doing that, but you know, um, just trying to think about somebody else. 
And, and you know, within our, uh, particularly within our 12 step uh, support meetings, this time of year, people are bringing treats and, and bringing food and, and, and so forth. Uh, you know, if you just, if you want to spend some time, well, you know, Tony, our co-host on, on, on the other show, yeah. um, for several years, she's made cookies. I think one year she actually made like finger sandwiches and put them on a plate and put cellophane around them, put a bow on them and made a whole bunch of them. And she went out looking for people just to give it to. Yeah. You know, and uh, so she would go to to many of the the points of uh, of the cardboard sign points of uh, interest where people are sitting there with cardboard signs says we're, we'll work for food or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. and she would look at those places here in town, and she would just hand these out. Yep, didn't ask any questions. Sometimes she just sit them down on the thing next to them. I remember one year she said. She couldn't find anybody. <laughs> so I think she took him to the meeting or something. Um, but, you know, that's that's getting out of yourself and, right. and doing something for somebody else. No strings attached. No expectations. Uh, doing uh, – we, we've done uh, dog – you know, dog food because a lot of homeless people oh, have, have right, dogs that right. they, they bring with them. Um, so I, I, I try I, to think about, you know, the, the, the four-legged friends too. Absolutely, and I, I had—I was reading a post the other day. A dear friend, a good, good friend of mine posted this, and I know he didn't mean any harm by it. But doggone it, I kind—I just—it was kind of like fingers on a chalkboard to me. He—he he, he had a picture, took a picture of a homeless guy on a street corner, all bundled up, and he said, um, "I don't usually stop and give money or food or whatever to people who are homeless, but I felt the nudge of God to do this. After all, he didn't look like a druggie. He he, he was probably somebody's child. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, druggies are people's children too, dude. You know what I mean? I was the druggie sitting on the street corner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I thought, come on. I, I mean – all right. So whatever the reason, yeah, we can blame all day long and say, well, if you hadn't done this, you wouldn't be in this position. And all. The truth of the matter, though, is you are in that position and the should have, would have, could have in your face isn't going to help your situation. Right. Um, so come on. I mean, wh- wh- the definition of, of grace, right? Undeserved favor. Show some undeserved favor. Right. Particularly. And it, yeah. Like Denver said last week, should we do that every day? Yeah, we should. But particularly right now, when this is the time of year that we're we're kind of promoting that kind of heart towards people, get on the bandwagon for once in your life and show some undeserved favor. Yep. We've all received it, right? Yeah, for sure. My goodness sakes, you know, and, and if God is nudging you to do it, let him worry about the outcome. You just do it. Yeah, it's it's a funny thing that when you start listening to those little nudges, you know, and those, mm-hmm. those little inner voices, um, how it changes your life, you know. Because when I see care the message, it also means to do other, you know, do things uh, that don't involve, you know, like money or gifts or you know whatever. But just um, you know, going out and helping somebody else, you know. Uh, being available, you know, right. a lot of times we all say, yeah, you know, if you ever need any help, give me a call. And and uh, most of the time, 
people don't actually take you up on it. But when they do, you need to uh, you need to be there, and uh, and uh, you know have the integrity to to follow up with that, because yeah. that's most important. When somebody reaches out, you know I you know like I said before I you know I'm belong to a couple of uh, sober chat rooms and all the time I see people reaching out there, mm-hmm. you know, for help. Mm-hmm. I mean, you may not be face to face, but you know, um, doesn't mean you can't help. Uh, yeah, mention it at a, at a meeting. Um, mention it to people. You know, some people you can tell that they're struggling, or maybe you ask them. <laughs> you know, it, are you okay? Are you you know is you know how are you doing today? And and they you know may break down. You may most of the time people tend to push all that stuff down. Yeah, we were just at I was at the grocery store yesterday, and and we had a conversation with the. The cashier and one of, one of the customers that was behind me, that very thing, mm. you know, uh, like, what do you do when a customer says, you know, when you, when you ask a customer how they're doing and they actually tell you, right? Right. Instead of, you know, the, the, the yeah. common courtesy, you know, yeah. and I, you know, I've actually done that one time where I actually told the girl and she was just, you know, high school and I, think it freaked her out because it's like she didn't know how to respond because that they're trained to be cordial and you know sure but not to like what do i do if someone says hey you know blah 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 blah. or do you really want to know right because i'm going to tell you because i you know i said don't (laughs) if you don't really want to know don't ask Mm. right Mm. but if you if you ask i just you know someone may just tell you exactly what's going on it could be something good it may not but Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so one of the things that um, several, I, I think that the Chance Ministry here in town, I think a Love Inc., um, some of the youth groups went out on, on several days during the last few weeks and just started raking people's yards. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they knock at the door, you know, and ask permission. You know, we'd like, well, yeah, what's, how much is it going to cost? Nothing. <laughs> it's not going to cost you anything. We right. would just, we just like to serve you. Right. And many of those people are, are elderly or are handicapped. And so, and, and they are just like beaming that somebody would care enough just to rake their front lawn. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's so many simple things you can do. But what about, Dave, what about people in recovery, though? I mean, that, that may not be responsive right now. To the whole ho, 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 Merry Christmas, you know, I mean, all the because a lot of meeting halls, um, 12 set meeting halls that will have decorations up. Maybe they'll have a tree, maybe they'll have lights, maybe they'll have a, 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 a menorah, maybe whatever, but they'll have Christmassy, holiday ish right. stuff, even generically. And people in the meetings just aren't responsive to it. That's okay. You know, that's all right. It, you, we, it, it's okay. I guess my thing is, if you say Merry Christmas or Happy Hanukkah or Happy Holidays or, or gosh, it's a great time of year, and somebody doesn't respond to you because they're hurting, don't be offended. Right. Right? Don't get butthurt. It's not about you. No, because people are, are having a rough time. Just just be there for them. Right. Like, can I get you a cup of coffee? Can I, you know, whatever. I know a lady that she takes in every year. She'll take in her purse and she's got hot cocoa in there. You know, the bags. Yeah. And she'll just. Swiss Miss. Yeah. And yeah. just go around, you know, because not everybody, 
just because it's the holiday season doesn't mean everybody in the rooms of recovery are happy, cheery, joyous, and free. Right. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And I just reaching out to people uh, is is a good way to be. I mean, uh, we got to be, we got to, <laughs> the old, you know, you got, you know, two ears and one mouth, right? You're right. To listen twice as much. Well, that's what we need to do. We need, I don't think enough people listen. They, you know, uh, you need to pay attention to what's going on around you because you can help somebody um, very easily if you're paying attention. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's people in meetings, especially that talk about what's going on in their life. Like every meeting you right. go to, right? right? Most people are talking about how this, whatever relates to this, whatever. Um, so there's people that are, that have needs that you can meet and all you have to do is listen to their story. Uh, if they're willing to share it, if they're willing to share it, I would bet they're pretty open yes. to get help or, you know, receive some help. Uh, reminds me of, uh, a time it was around, around Christmas. This is, I don't know, probably 2000, Pick a date. Uh, 2000, <laughs> I don't know, seven. Okay. 2008, somewhere around there. Um, this guy and, and his, and his girl, they just, uh, you know, they just had a child and uh they he lost his job and so they were they had rent coming due and they, they weren't sure how they were going to pay it and mm-hmm. they, you know, got it by groceries uh and so they you know he was sharing the struggles that they were having um and i had a 100 dollar bill in my pocket so after the meeting i went over and i gave it to him i said here that's a good you know yeah, some groceries or whatever. Right. And, uh, he says, oh, you know, I can't pay you back. And I said, no, I want you to pay me back. I said, if, if you can, pay it forward. Right. 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 Because I, I, I think I was in the, in the process of this whole, you know, doing things without expecting anything in return. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few lessons that I was in the process of learning with, on, other, on yeah. other fronts, too. So I just felt the, you know, the spirit nudging me. It's like, hey. You got a hundred bucks in your pocket. You don't need. Yeah. Right. Wow. Um, That's awesome. So I mean, just I mean, anything you know, give them pe- give them someone a ride if mm-hmm. you know they you know mention that they wish they could get to more meetings, but they don't have a car mm-hmm. and they're not mm-hmm. on the bus line. Step up and say, "Hey, I'll come pick you up." Right. I mean, there's lots of things that we can do that doesn't cost a whole lot of money and. It, probably doesn't even take as much out of our way. One of the things you can do, too, if you're in a 12-step fellowship, many times you can uh, sign up for a, um, a beeper or, or go, if they have an inner group, you can go volunteer on the, the helpline. Sure. You know, like yeah. NA's got a helpline, A's got a helpline. Yeah. Uh, and, because they're, they're always, always needing people to answer those phones, uh, particularly this time of year. Right. You can do yeah. Sign up for an hour, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and and if you're, you know, that's not your 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 deal. You know, you got your home group and a phone list. Sure. I mean, a lot of a lot of groups will, you know, rotate the same kind of way and call people on the phone list, mm-hmm. right? Just to check mm-hmm. in, and especially if they haven't been to a meeting. Um, you you know, if you haven't seen them in a week or so, you just call and check in, and say, you know, hey, how's it going? Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. We're thinking about you. Right. You know? Um, yeah, there's there's all things you can do. Uh, I, I have two friends um, that are uh, uh, act, very active in Alcoholics Anonymous. And they they never miss an opportunity. Now, I haven't actually seen them in probably a few years. Right. But whenever my sobriety date comes up, they always call me. They always call me every single year, even though I haven't seen them. Nice. You know, um, what what a cool thing to to do. Take some people on that phone list and just, you know, just call them up and say, I was just thinking about you. Right. You may not want to say Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays because they may be in a bad space. But I, I was just thinking of you this time of the year. You know, just want to let you know that you're on my heart. And that, that doesn't ask for a commitment from them. That doesn't ask, you know, you're not saying, is there anything I can do for you? And then they feel obligated. Right. You just say, let them know that they're they're on your heart. You know, nope. uh, it, it's so simple. And it, it's interesting, isn't it, Dave, that some of the most simplistic things we overlook and we don't do. And if we just do a few simple acts of kindness, how it'll actually change your, well, like you said, it getting out of yourself, it'll change your own outlook. Right. Uh, on things um what do you got there you got a book in front of you yeah i just wanted to mention something else you know we're, we're, we're talking about you know making calls but you know there's something else that we that we often forget about and, and uh this time of year especially is a good time right christmas cards right you know now with uh social media uh more and more people are just you know posting their christmas card on Facebook and then sharing it with everybody. Yeah. I, you know, I think actually, you know, going out, buying some a box of cards. Go to the dollar store. You get 24 cards I for mean, a heck, buck. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I mean, draw a picture. I mean, you can personalize it. Yeah. But then, you know, do a handwritten note on it. Yeah. Not just, you know, you know, miss you or Merry Christmas, Joe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, put a little message in there, mm-hmm. you know, and then. You know, put your stamp on there and mail it off. So not only are you you're doing something that takes some effort for somebody else to let them know that you care about them, right? Right. People always appreciate handwritten notes. Yeah, they do. But you're also supporting the local post office, which in many past, you know, you know, they're, they've mm-hmm. kind of gone downhill. And you know, and a, a number of friends that work for the postal service. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know how how much does it cost for a stamp, right? It right, doesn't cost that much, right? But look at the you know the not only you're helping people with work, but you're also providing joy when somebody gets that card. I mean, I love getting those Christmas cards and seeing you know the, right. the message that people are on. And I was uh, I got one the other day. <laughs> I had to send the person the message because I open the I open the envelope and I pull out this card and it's like it's a it's a card. It's basically a picture, right? Yeah, and that's it. So I'm trying to like. Open it up. I'm like, yeah. what's going on here? This must it's stuck together. I'm like, how do you? Oh, open. how do you open this thing? <laughs> it doesn't open. It's one. It's just one. It's a front and a back. And right. I'm like, what's the deal? You know. So I sent the person a message. And I said, hey, you know, got your got your Christmas card and I love it, but you know, you kind of kind of messed me up because I was, <laughs> you know, I wanted to open up and, and and see your great wisdom that you had wrote. Right. There was nothing there. You couldn't. There was no opening it. Right. I'm like, <laughs> so yeah. It just kind of threw me off. I'm like, what kind of card is this? It doesn't open. <laughs> but 
But yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, the handwritten notes are some gun out of style. And, uh, you know, yeah, we should I bring them back. Man. Encourage bring everybody back. to bring it back, you know, and it, even if it's just, you know, during the holidays, you know, or Christmas, just do, I mean, at least once a year. I mean, come on. So, right. I know right. I'm, I'm, I'm slacking on, I didn't send all mine out yet, which is, I probably should do that today because it's getting down. I still water. have an unopened box in my office at work. <laughs> At my other job. It's your other job. <clears throat> so what you got there, buddy? Oh, I just, you know, I just, uh, the reading for today uh, is carry the message. Nice. Want me to read it? Yeah. Um, and this is from the Serenity Meditation Series, The Man Within, Daily Reflection, Daily Reflection. Can't talk to reflections. Me. Daily devotions. Oh, devotions. For men okay. in recovery, right? Or persons in recovery. There you go. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I also labor, striving according to His working, which works in the in me mightily. Colossians. Colossians one twenty-seven to twenty-nine. Uh, what does carrying the message of the twelve steps mean? To me, it means helping other. Alcoholics to stop drinking uh, by introducing them to AA or whatever your, your fellowship. AA, whatever yeah. your fellowship. Uh, it means being available when someone reaches out for help. It means holding up my end of relationships with recovering friends as we trudge the road of happy destiny together. Finally, it means keeping my own sobriety and serenity by giving it away. Just as we have certain attitudes to carry the message. There are certain things we must not do. Uh, we have the, old, we have an old saying, you can carry the message, but you must not carry the sufferer. We cannot support another sick person by making life easy for him or her. Uh, of course we feel we feed the hungry, clothe the naked and give shelter. But beyond those things, we must not enable a fellow sufferer by making life too easy. We need to practice through. <clears throat> we need to practice tough love along with caring love if we are able to be really effective in helping others. God, thank you for the opportunity for service that you have provided in the twelve steps. Give me discernment when I reach out to others. Give me discernment while I reach out to others. Yeah, because sometimes we can do more harm than good in our attempt to do good. Right. Right. Yeah. So that speaks to getting out of yourself and helping other people. Um, I've got I've got a couple of things here that I wanted to share. Um, this is uh, one with kind of an uh, Narcotics Anonymous flavor and one with an Alcoholics Anonymous flavor. Yeah. Um, so this one uh, says recovery from substance abuse can sometimes be wrapped up in a singular statement. Quote, in redemption, we will pay it forward. End quote. On Saturday morning, a group of about 30 from across the area arrived at the home of Gary and Mickey Kay. Following steps and traditions created many years ago, there was coffee, donuts, and plenty of hugs. However, that was not the focus on this Saturday morning. The goal? To pay the gifts of recovery forward in the form of the spirit of the holiday season. In other words, be selfless and do for others without the expectation of receiving something in return except for earning spiritual dollars, as an elder in Narcotics Anonymous used to say years ago. 
Children are the innocent victims of the choices their families make. However, this ever-growing group will be bringing, and this, this particular any group, will be bringing holiday cheer and gifts to open on Christmas morning for those children who have lost parents to addiction. Last year, Tina G., sober for 23 years now, with her huge heart of gold, helped two local girls have a special Christmas last year. Tina enlisted the help of all she knew, including a host of first responders from the area, in order to bring Christmas joy to those girls. Tina is one of the doers in the area. She doesn't talk it, she does it, which is another one of those recovery principles so often shared in the basements of local churches. No child would suffer an inch if it were up to her. Katrina Kay, 33, sat with her infant daughter Lily during the meeting. She fought the waves of reminiscing grief she's been going through for herself and daughter. The disease took Lily's father from her before she was born. Doing this uh, Christmas drive for kids uh, who have lost parents to this disease means so much to me, she said. Anytime I can do anything for any child who has lost a parent due to addiction, I do all I can. Now the group will carry the message of Christmas to children who have suffered loss at the hands of addiction from a community simply looking to do the next right thing. You know, it's interesting. If you hadn't said the word Narcotics Anonymous. Right. You wouldn't know that it was. Sure. Because addiction is addiction. That's right. Yep. But that's an NA group, kind of what they what they do. Here, here's one from uh, an AA. Uh, greetings on our 10th Christmas. Oh, th- no, this is actually even more specific than that. This is from Bill W. himself, 1944. There you go. Uh, greetings on our 10th Christmas. 1944, yes, it's in the air. The spirit of Christmas once more warms this poor, distraught world. Over the whole globe, millions are looking forward to that one day when strife can be forgotten, when it will be remembered that all human beings, even the least, are loved by God, when men will hope for the coming of the Prince of Peace as they never hoped before. But there is another world which is not poor, neither is it distraught. It is the world of Alcoholics Anonymous, where thousands dwell happy and secure. Secure because each of us, in his own way, knows a greater power who is love, who is just, and who can be trusted. Nor can men and women of AA ever forget that only through suffering did they find enough humility to enter the portals of the new world. How privileged we are to understand so well the divine paradox that strength rises from weakness and humiliation goes before resurrection, that pain is not only the price but the very touchstone of spiritual rebirth. Knowing its full worth and purpose, we can no longer fear adversity. We have found prosperity where there was poverty. Peace and joy have sprung out of the very midst of chaos. Great indeed are blessings, and so Merry Christmas to you all. From the trustees, from Bobby, and from Lois and me. God bless. Embrace the journey. Love and service, Bill W. Awesome. So two powerful stories here. Nice. Two power- yeah, Good yeah. Um, so my question, uh, and I welcome listeners to email us at take12radio at comcast.net. Um, what are some of the ideas that you have for carrying the message? Is it a message of hope, a message of friendship, a message of a reconstruction of a, maybe a relationship, yeah. right? Restoration? Yeah. Yeah, restoration? Is it a 12-step message? 
uh, is it just a helps message, a message of helps? Hey, can I come rake your leaves today? What, what kind of message are you carrying? And have you experienced anybody carrying a message to you? Uh, we have so much to be grateful for. Right. How has someone helped you? Yeah. That would be that would be great story. So please please send uh, your emails in at take12radio at comcast.net. Uh, you can click on uh, the email link on our webpage as well. So, Dave? Or you can make a, your comments uh, when this is posted. On yeah, on Potomatic, on YouTube. Facebook. Facebook. Comment, comment, comment. People love to comment on Facebook, right? They're always commenting about yeah, something. They're, 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 they've got something <laughs> to say. <laughs> well, some, some. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dave, well, I, I, I really do uh, hope you and your wife have a, a lovely Christmas. And uh, I know that many of our listeners are really going through it this time of year. So, uh, folks, our prayers go out to you. And uh, j- just remember that, it, like Bill, Bill W. said, it, it, we really do um, – we do experience strength through adversity. We really do. And we may not feel it at the time, but when I look back at some of the things I've gone through, some of the hardest times, even I remember one one Christmas season, I wasn't home for Christmas, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. There was stuff going on in the family, and where was Monty? I was out doing my thing, right? Celebrating Christmas. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Um, but I reflect on that and I, I, you know, not to, not as a morbid reflection, but as a learning experience as well. All right. So any last thoughts, Dave? My mind is blank. Is it? Is it really? I would just say, uh, yeah, go out and help someone else. Yeah. Pick up a shopping cart. You can do that. Spread spread the, the message of love and kindness. There you go. Our closing song is Ring the Bells, uh, performed by Blake and Jenna Bullerjack. You can visit them at blakeandjenna.com. Check it out, and Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas.
That's Blake and Jenna Bowler-Jack. For more of their great music, visit their website at blakeandjenna.com. Hey, listen, uh, many thanks to each and every one of you for allowing Dave and I to come into your homes or your cars or your iPads or whatever you're listening to us on. We really appreciate it. And we want to remind you that because of God's grace and his love for you, you are entitled to overcome. Until our next broadcast, this is the Monty Man along with Dave Fleming, and we are wishing God's perfect serenity for you. Bye-bye now. This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting.